The following program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions. Welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, making a partnership of good health. The studio lines are open for your calls and questions. Call 973-267-9687. Now, here's your host, Tom Wood. Good morning and welcome to Answers Live, your community medical connection, creating a partnership of good health. I'm your host, Tom Wood, from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist, also known as ANS. We are located at 310 Madison Avenue, right here in Morristown, New Jersey. Please visit our website at ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. Also, the website for the radio show is answersliveNJ.com. That's answersliveNJ.com. Uh, visit our website at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist to look at all the new educational programs that we have offered um, to educate you, mostly on our spine programs and our spine health. Also, you can visit our endovascular section and our tumor section to educate yourself on the new trials and uh, tumor registries that we're running right now at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist. As always, I look around in the area to bring the uh, best topics to you, and I've been being asked a lot about pediatric orthopedics. So, of course, I find the specialist in the area, and today my special guest is uh, Barbara Minkowitz. She is the medical director of pediatric orthopedics right here at Morristown Medical Center. She's in the Children's Orthopedic and Sports Medicine, uh, I guess that's a center, um, right here at uh, 261, is that James Street? Suite 3C. The number for Dr. Minkowitz is 973-206-1033. Again, that's 973-206-1033. Good morning to you, Dr. Minkowitz. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I wanted to basically introduce you to everyone a little bit about yourself first, um, your education, and also a little bit about your office. All right. Well, I'm a pediatric orthopedic. Um, I only see children uh, from age zero to 21. I trained at Maimonides Medical Center. That's where I did my residency in Brooklyn. And uh, part of that residency, uh, I went off to uh, Minnesota to uh, Shriners to do uh, a rotation in pediatric orthopedics. And then I spent a year at Atlanta Scottish Rite which was one of the top three programs at that time. Awesome. So as you see, everyone, I do find the experts in these specialties. Um, before we get into the topic, I just want to let everyone know listening that there's going to be um, a, um, uh, I guess, a day, you would call it, an educational day on preventing injury in children. And Dr. Minkowitz, you're going to be giving that? Yeah, well, we have a national day okay. that's called PBNJ Day, Pediatric okay. Bone and Joint Day. And as Part of honoring that day, we'll be presenting a um, injury prevention program 6 p.m. that evening at Rockaway at our uh, Atlantic Health Rockaway office uh, for anybody that's interested. Uh, and this will be a free program with um, some uh, food. Uh, awesome. Food always brings everyone out. Let me give everyone the date so get your pens and pencils ready. It's October 19th at 6 p.m at the Health Pavilion at Rockaway, which is the community room on the third floor, 333 Mount Hope Avenue, and that's in Rockaway. Uh, to call to register for the program, it's 
888-900-9580, or you can visit calendar.atlantichealth.org. Okay, got all that stuff out of the way. Um, this topic is very, very interesting. Before the show, we were talking about a few things that I've hopefully will touch base on. But um, the name of our show today is The Answer is D. Um, I hear you do a lot of discussion about vitamin D in children. Um, having two children myself that are now uh, young adults, I didn't realize the importance so much of vitamin D. So let's get really into the topic itself, uh, itself and let's talk about it. Um, vitamin D itself. So where do we get vitamin D? So vitamin D is also called the sunshine vitamin. This is synthesized in uh, people. We make this in our skin. We start out with a pre-vitamin in the skin. We turn this pre-vitamin D3 to D3, which then travels to the liver, becomes another form of vitamin D, a hydroxy vitamin D, then goes to the kidney where it becomes a dihydroxy or an active form of vitamin D. Okay, and what does actual vitamin D do for the bone? Because even from when I was little, people always said, oh, eat your vitamin D for your bone. What does it actually do for it? So vitamin D helps with calcium absorption, which then helps uh, bring the calcium into the bone to make your bones strong. There are a lot of other things involved as well, but if you don't have vitamin D, you can't make strong bone. Okay. And when we get older, into my age group, uh, we talk about calcium is very important. Is vitamin D still important in adults as it is in children? Well, they're linked. Okay. So basically, you really shouldn't be talking about them except together. Gotcha. So vitamin D is important, but not without the calcium. Right. Taking calcium is not helpful if there's no vitamin D on board. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. In what age group is vitamin D deficiency most prevalent that you're seeing? Well, actually, these days, it's becoming uh, recognized to be in all age groups. Uh, for years, we've been talking about osteoporosis and problems in adults. Uh, now, there's more and more information coming out which show that children have just as many problems as adults. And it's important to get on this in children for both problems that they can have as children, as well as, you know, to try not to set them up to get osteoporosis as adults. Okay. Um, uh, parents are listening, probably a lot of grandparents in the age group that listens to my show. Um, what are those, you said some problems in children, what are those problems that we might see in our children? Well, we may see that they uh, have fractures easily, uh, multiple fractures easily, um, that if they get a fracture, they can't heal well. You know, even if it's a legitimate fracture because they were in some accident. Right. Um, you know, those are really the big things. And then the other thing that you may not notice is that children are supposed to go through a time point where they accumulate a lot of calcium in their bone and make their bone ultra strong and, and set their bone at the strongest it's going to be during their lifetime. And that's called the peak bone mass. That's supposed to happen between the ages of 18 and 23. And if you don't have vitamin D during that time point, your body sets at a lower number than it should, and that then will set you up to hit the osteoporosis curve earlier when you get older. Okay, so just so f to clarify for me and the listeners, so all through our life, we're supposedly intaking vitamin D. Between 18 and 23, your body kind of says, okay, we're at the level we're going to do. We're going to kind of shut it down now. This is where the bones are going to stay. So, so a child who is deficient in vitamin D their whole entire life, are those the ones that then present more with osteoporosis? Uh, of course, we hear it's prevalent in women, which is hormonal, and we had many shows on that before. So really, we're building ourselves up for the body to close down, exactly. I guess, the so, storage. So, so basically, um, bone, there are different changes that happen to bone as you age. 
And um, as children grow, they're making more bone, they're, they're gaining height. Uh, they gain height even quicker than they make bone, which is why you see a large number of fractures around the time that you see the growth spurts. You know, I'm sure there are multiple reasons for that, as well as the fact that many of those children are not taking vitamin D as they're growth spurting. But basically, they grow spurt, they're making this structure to, to put calcium in. As they hit their early 20s, they're supposed to pack the calcium in there. And then as you go on with life, you slowly hit a, a curve where you slowly use calcium that's in your bone and basically, you know, end up decreasing calcium over time and hopefully not hitting that osteoporosis curve too soon. Right. Um, with children that are playing sports, my son plays football and uh, every twice a week I'm watching football games. And I'd have to say, it's hard to say, almost every game, something gets broken. Um, last night, as a matter of fact, a kid uh, bent his finger back and it actually fractured. Um, could that be uh, the amount of uh, injuries that we're seeing uh, from a vitamin D deficiency? And if that's the case, how does a parent at an age, say, at 15 to 17, these kids are, um, get that checked? Okay, so that's a great question. And in fact, I ran a study over the last couple of years in the Morris Essex area looking at 1,000 children. 600 of them did not have fractures. 400 did have fractures. And basically, just looking at the whole group, the group overall runs low vitamin D. Some of them horrendously low. Wow. Some of them basically have what you would call rickets, even though they don't know they have rickets because nobody's checked their vitamin D. Within the 400 kids that had fractures, the ones that had minor versus very severe fractures, um, if you looked at the, at the vitamin D levels, you would see that the severe fractures had the lowest vitamin D levels. So... I basically, you know, we worked out a, a, an odds ratio or, or the odds of ending up in the operating room based on your vitamin D level. And if you did get it check, checked and your vitamin D level was less than 12, you had a 55 chance of ending up in the OR versus if your vitamin D level was under 20. And you should be running a vitamin D level of 40 to 60. Wow. So, you know, we have a large population that are running lower than they should. Okay. Um, you mentioned the word rickets. Uh, that flashback to me when I was in like second or third grade learning about people in the boats coming over and so on and so forth. Um, is that prevalent now, rickets? And what is actually rickets? So rickets is when you have children that are um, not getting any vitamin D in their diet. And you can see this in babies that are strictly breastfed that are not given vitamin D and they look all bow-legged and deformed. Well, we sort of have this other kind of rickets now where the children are not deformed, but their bone um, quality is so low and their vitamin Ds are so low that they, they're running numbers that are equivalent to rickets. And it's, again, for nutritional reasons, just like these breastfed babies used to be before we would supplement them with vitamin D. And it can be fixed just as easily. It's a nutritional problem for the most part in, you know, 99, you know, percent of these children, you know, and it's just a matter of figuring out how much vitamin D they need. Right. So on a bre breastfed baby, the mother itself can't give enough vitamin D because she's probably using it for herself. Well, they, it doesn't cross into doesn't. the, into the breast milk. So breastfed uh, babies, um, the mothers for the most part know to give their babies vitamin D. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the children that are growing up and are not getting multivitamins and are, you know, planning on using sun to make vitamin D, those are the children that we have more issues with for multiple reasons. Right. 
Um, I'm still looking at the breastfeed because I remember when my wife was breastfeeding. I don't remember anyone saying give my kids vitamin D, but thankfully I think their bones are okay right now. What factors can be changed to bolster uh, bolster? bone health? So basically um, things that really help bone health are going to be your nutrition and exercise. And it's been shown that if you give people calcium and vitamin D, this helps correct any deficiencies they have and really helps make the bone strong. If you do exercise, it helps uh, form the bone um, through the um, activities and uh, the weight bearing or whatever activity you're doing. And this also helps make the bone stronger. So it's sort of coming at it from a slightly different angle. But those are two things that you can do to affect your bone. So you want to get your vitamins and you want to be active. Okay. So for children, uh, supplementation of vitamins, daily vitamins is very, very important. Um, Does vitamin D do anything else for the body other than really bone health? Yes. Um, You know, being the pediatric orthopedic, I always start off talking about bone health now and as an adult, but it's very important for your immune system. Um, I have patients that, you know, tell me that their kids have less less eczema when they they take uh, vitamin D. Hmm. It's supposed, you're supposed to have less arthritis. Your colds are not supposed to be as bad. Very, very important for your immune system. It's also important uh, in people that have a family history of colon cancer or heart disease, um, MS, uh, diabetes. The, the list goes on. So is um, a vitamin D a water-soluble vitamin? Can you overdose on vitamin D? What, it is a fat-soluble vitamin. Okay. So if you take ridiculous amounts every day, you can push your vitamin D level to a toxic level. Okay. But um, you need to understand that there's a range that you want to be within. Then there's a range that's considered excess before you would become toxic. So if you're monitoring your vitamin D levels and you're taking a little more than you need, you're safe to decrease the amount and the number will come right back down to the range where you want to be without becoming toxic. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and discuss this more detail. There's a unique place in New Jersey, a pioneer in healthcare leading the way with their nationally recognized spine center and their extraordinary support groups dedicated to providing emotional and logistical assistance. That place is Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists, ANS, well known for improving lives with exceptional neurosurgical services, medical firsts, and one-of-a-kind programs. ANS, home to New Jersey's largest group of world-renowned fellowship-trained neurosurgeons offering advanced treatment options like stereotactic radiosurgery, a non-invasive and highly effective treatment for an increasing number of brain and spinal tumors. ANS, a leader in stroke care with a success rate greater than the national average, among the first in the country to use stent trevers, allowing surgeons to immediately restore blood flow to the brain. ANS, using advanced computer-guided technologies for minimally invasive spine surgeries that reduce recovery time from weeks to days. ANS, restoring hope and helping patients regain their lifestyle. ANS, making next-generation treatments possible today. Don't let insurance come before your health. ANS accepts all patients. For more information, call 973-285-7800 or visit ansdocs.com. ansdocs.com. Welcome back to Answers Live. I'm your host, Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist, located right here in Morristown at 310 Madison Avenue. Today, I'm talking to Dr. Barbara Minkowitz. She's the Medical Director of Pediatric Orthopedics, and we're talking about the topic, the answer is D, um, and the importance of vitamin D in children. Um, Dr. Minkowitz, when we left off um, it was very interesting uh, learning about D and the importance of D. Um, 
any lab tests that people should be a uh, buzzword when they go into their doctor if they haven't heard it that we should be getting our children tested? Well, um, there are multiple tests you can do, but if you just want to screen to see if your child is in the right range, you get a vitamin D25 test. And this will let you know if there is a big problem, a little problem, or validate what you're doing. Okay. Um, like I said, having two children, I, I honestly could say all the physicals, I've never had them discuss vitamin D with me ever, and I've never heard them having a test for it. Is that something that they would test my child, and I wouldn't even know, you know, when they draw the blood, and I don't really ask what you're specifically testing for. Is that something that's routinely tested for? Well, I think in the next five, ten years, it will become routine. Right now, the American Academy of Pediatrics does not have rules for the pediatricians to check at yearly uh, checkups. More and more pediatricians are beginning to do this because it's hard to tell a patient that they're in perfect health. And then, you know, we have one patient that a week after that slipped on the ice last winter, broke his hip and had a vitamin D that was equivalent to rickets. Wow. And, you know, everything else was normal. So really, you can't tell what's going on with people unless you do this test. Unless you test it. Okay. So for everyone listening, that's probably something you should question your uh, pediatricians about um, and tell them exactly where you heard it from. Um, let me just touch base on the amount of vitamin D supplementation that's needed. So if we start from adults, um, basically we know that if adults take around 2,000 units of vitamin D a day and 1,000 milligrams of calcium, that this will work for most people. It doesn't work for everybody. And in fact, many people need, you know, double or triple that. But you wouldn't know that without checking your vitamin D levels. Now, in children, there are two different groups that have advocated amounts of vitamins for children. The group that advocates for the RDA, which is found in vitamins, um, is really found to be low by um, other group standards. And in fact, what I found is that although I would like everybody to at least take a multivitamin, multivitamins are good up until about 50 pounds, uh, I, you know, is from what I've seen. Once you're 50 to 90 pounds, you really need to add 1,000 units of vitamin D to that. And once you get to 90 plus pounds, you're adult size and you need the 2,000. And everybody, you know, over uh, a year of age needs about 1,000 milligrams of calcium a day. And you can get that in your diet or you can supplement. If your child only eats calcium, then you don't need a supplement. If your child eats no calcium, then the simplest thing to do is just give them some Tums or buy some sort of calcium vitamin D candy that will answer what you need. Okay. Um, <clears throat> just growing up, everyone was, you know, drink your milk for your calcium. But as I'm seeing it with my children, that's less and less. Children don't really like to drink milk like they used to when we were growing up. Um, and people rely a lot on the sun. Uh, I know growing up, people say, go outside and get some vitamin D. But before the show we were talking, which was very, very interesting to me, is that... Um, we have a, a, a kind of a, a quandary because I did a couple shows on melanoma and skin cancer and they were advocating to, you know, put sunscreen on your child, 80 SPF or above, cover them up. And then discussing with you is that blocks vitamin D. Can yes. You explain it, that. It does. Any, anything above SPF eight will block vitamin D production. And I think the importance here is that it isn't important to rely on the sun for the vitamin D. There are enough good supplements out there. Um, and I would, I would get adult gummy candies as opposed to pediatric just because if you want your child to get 1,000 units of vitamin D a day, that would be 10 gummies as opposed to one if you bought adult. Right. 
Uh, but I would not argue with the dermatologists. I mean, there are plenty of people that have had problems with melanoma. Covering up with clothing, with sunscreen is important. I think it's more important in some families than other families. Uh, and certainly people have different philosophy about that. Um, you know, I watch my children and myself to some extent, but I'm not quite as, as you know, as... Um, you know, as into covering up as perhaps others, because I haven't been exposed to melanoma and hopefully won't be. Right, right. Um, that was very interesting, though, to hear that, you know, you kind of do something to protect, but then in a way you're doing that. But diet is probably the most important. Um, what other foods than milk provide you with a high content of vitamin D? Nothing's really got a very high content, but the foods that have vitamin D are going to be um, your liver and your eggs and um, most children aren't particularly interested in liver and eggs. Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and also fish has some vitamin D. But again, unless you eat a full diet of fish, you're never going to accumulate, you know, 2,000 units of day easily. Right. And I've heard Tums. My daughter's big on the Tums thing. Um, could Tums hurt you if you take too much? Because she really kind of takes it. She always says she has a little upset stomach. But for the cows, she always says there's calcium and it. it's good for me. It can, can and you, she's, she's absolutely right. No, so it doesn't hurt you by taking. It's not going to hurt you. Okay, because my a, wife was yelling at her. That's You can't be getting your calcium from Tums. You can. It's a nice, cheap, easy source to do. You okay. know, people that have economic issues, I always tell them to do that. Uh, vitamin D itself is not an expensive vitamin, especially if you get it on the two-for-one sales, at right, uh, right, which right. they always have at, you know, the various uh, CVS, Walgreens-type stores. Okay. Um, talking about vitamin D and calcium, I think I talked about this, but I want to reiterate it. Can you take vitamin D without calcium? You can take it, but it won't be effective. You okay. won't absorb the vitamin D well, you won't use it well, and you can have some problems. Okay. Um, so it's very important. Do they sell supplements that have D and calcium together? Yes. You can buy them together. You can buy them separate. Um, I don't write prescriptions for vitamins for anybody because there are so many choices out there. And basically, you need to go with your child or yourself and figure out what you want to take this month. Are you taking pills this month? Are you taking gummy candies? When you get tired of one, you change to the other. There's no excuse to stop. You simply need to find something you're willing to take. Okay. Um, for our audience, like I said, um, our audience is generally more into my age range. Go over again, even for us, the, the uh, units per day we should be taking for adults and children. So um, I would say from zero to 50 pounds, I would aim for about 1,000 units a day. Figuring that you get about 600 in a multivitamin, and if you drink a couple of glasses of milk, an eight-ounce glass has 100 units, you get pretty close to 1,000 units a day. Between 50 and 90 pounds, I always aim for 1,500 units. And once you get to 90 pounds and up, you at least as an adult, you at least start at 2,000 units a day and see if it will put you in the range you want. Always take it with calcium. People that are behind on the vitamin D and are taking vitamin D to catch up may get muscle cramping because once you take vitamin D, now your body's looking for calcium. When you're calcium starved, your muscles spasm. So you don't want to stop taking the vitamin D because the vitamin D makes your muscle spasm. You want to give your body the calcium it's looking for. Okay. When you talk about muscle spasm, would that be Charlie horses? It would be any kind of cramping, you know, spasming pain in the legs or wherever. So it can be anywhere, not just necessarily the legs. No, it's muscles. Okay. Because like I said, I don't know if we were off the air or not. We were talking about my wife. She's been getting a lot of uh, charlie horses in her calves at night. 
and someone said you might be missing and she is not a milk drinker and she takes her one little multivitamin a day and her fish oil pill and she thinks everything is perfect. So for her herself, she's that's something she should probably ask her doctor to look into. Yeah, or she can just try taking, you know, some add some calcium or some potassium. Um, either of those will uh, give you muscle cramping. Okay. Uh, when you start taking supplementation, how long till it starts to take effect? Well, uh, once I get somebody's labs and I see what the number is and figure out how much I want to give them, I won't recheck for three months because it takes it takes a little while for the number to come up. Okay. So I mean, it'll kick in within a week or two, but you know, to actually move the number significantly, I think you need to wait at least two to three months. Okay. Um, and in your practice itself, um, what are most of the types of injuries you see uh, with children that have vitamin D? Is it more, you know, fingers breaking or it doesn't really matter? It, it's everything. But, you know, like I mentioned before, the kids that are in the operating room, the kids that potentially have permanent disability, their vitamin Ds are absolutely hideous. Really? That's, that's a, a scary thing to, to hear when it's something so simple to uh, basically fix. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the program coming up because that seems like it's a very, very important program. If you can elaborate a little bit more on what will be discussed there. So in honor of Pediatric um, Bone and Joint Day, what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to discuss vitamin D like we've been discussing it here. And then we will have a nutritionist come in and talk about uh, nutritional supplementation and how nutrition affects children. And then we have a third person coming in who will discuss um, exercise. And um, she's going to talk about how important exercise is. Because as I mentioned before, you know, vitamin D and calcium are important uh, because the, the two big things that you can affect uh, that will give you good bone, uh, give you good bone health are going to be your supplementation and your exercise. Okay, and this program again is on October 19th at 6 p.m. at the Morristown Medical Center Health Pavilion in Rockaway, uh, the community room on the third floor, uh, which is on Hope Avenue in Rockaway. Again, to register, the number is 1-800-247-9580, or you can visit calendar.atlantichealth.org. Again, my guest today was Dr. Barbara Minkowitz, um, to reach Dr. Minkowitz, uh, the phone number there is 973-206-1033. Again, she's the medical director of pediatric orthopedics, so she's just not vitamin D specialist. Um, so if you're having issues, um, and I know a lot of us do with our children in orthopedics, that's definitely who you want to call. Again, my name is Tom Wood from Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. We can be reached at 973-285-7800. Visit our website at uh, ansdocs.com. Again, that's ansdocs.com. And remember, uh, at Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialist, surgery is always the last option. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you next Sunday. Join us again next week for Answers Live, your community medical connection making a partnership of good health. The preceding program was paid for by Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. The views and opinions expressed on Answers Live are not necessarily those of the staff and management of the station. Management has not investigated the claims made during this program. The views and medical recommendations of guests on Answers Live are not necessarily those of Atlantic Neurosurgical Specialists. As always, consult your health professional regarding any medical decisions.